All right. So we're going to go ahead and get right into this. Uh, I want to take a few minutes to uh, let you let everybody know who you are. But before you do that, we're going to kind of talk about uh, what it is we're going to be discussing. So um, one of the things that's kind of been organic for me and Andrew is that we've just kind of taken this journey of being able to add value. Uh, through different topics, mm -hmm. uh, personal development, just kind of like on the go, you know, for quick uh, things that we like to do. So he is going to um, tell us exactly what it is that we're going to be kind of covering today. And, you know, we're just going to have an organic conversation. That's just kind of how we do. <laughs> Sounds well, first, good. All right. Well, first, how are you doing today? Hi, Andrew. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Um, today, I want to talk about basically um, how we can develop our brand outside of social media. You know, there's all the things like setting up a page, doing ads, on engagements, being active. But I don't really feel like the outside of social media has been touched on as well, because local communities can actually bring in a lot of support for your business. Okay. I agree. That is so true. All right. So we're going to start with you telling us a little bit about... Um, how you um, got started with your business. Tell us what your business is. And, um, you know, we'll just jump in and kind of just address the whole thing of um, how it is that you're building your brand outside of uh, social media. All right. Well, my name is Cecilia Morris, and I go by the mm -hmm. tagline, I'm your engineer by education, home business owner by desire. And I've actually been online almost three years with my business. I struggled um, with a lot of the things in the network marketing industry with using traditional marketing methods. And in August of 2016, I took my business online. January of 2017, um, I really got some momentum. July of 2018, I created my own course training package. And um, mm. let's see. And so I've been pretty much building online and this year actually i started last october last october i actually started going out into the neighborhood so to speak where i was getting getting face to face with business owners oh. if i could give them my services as their social media manager okay and yeah so today i've done restaurants chiropractic offices dentist office and today i actually met with a gentleman who owns a beauty supply store so oh. the way i use um the way I get out off of social media is to actually get out into the community and talk with people. But when I do that, I do my research first. I, you know, I look up their business on Facebook. I see what they have going on with their business page or if they've got any groups out there. So that way, when I do go talk to them, I've got some information in my arsenal. So that way I can tell them while I'm there what services that I can provide for them as their social media manager. Okay, cool. So I'm guessing that you... When you go visit these locations, do you have um, statistical information or like previous data from other businesses or from other clients you've dealt with as a way? Like well, mostly what I do is I start off the initial conversation because I do usually have my tablet with me and I give them, um, I show them my testimonials page on my website so they can okay. testimonials mm -hmm. from other people that I've worked with. I don't really like sharing statistics because no business is the same. Right. Oh, okay. Chiropractic, two chiropractors that you're working for, but that doesn't mean that they're going to see the same or similar results. 
So right. you don't want to set up unrealistic expectations. And a lot of what I do, I don't set expectations like, oh, I'm going to increase your sales by 20% or I'm going to um, get traffic coming into your door. Those are the things that I do. What I do promise is to provide engagement, help them set up ads, get promotions, show them how to use chatbots to get in people's messenger, help them set up promotional calendars. And usually the promotional calendars are very helpful in terms of um, getting them business, but I don't make any concrete promises. Okay. I love that point that you made about the whole thing of um, unrealistic expectations. This is so important when it comes to building business, because a lot of times when we are striving to do a business, we kind of look at different people and we want to take a piece of what they're doing and a piece of what this person's doing. And we kind of lose our authentic self. And so I really can appreciate the whole uh, comment that you made about people having testimonials because, you know, you're able to provide the value that you are confident with providing. And I think that's a key point because a lot of times when we're in here trying to compete with other people, we're starting to add all these different services or want to be all things to all people and we end up not successful in anything exactly biting off more than you can chew is definitely right. a problem and you know mm -hmm. i've heard this years ago and i still live live by this today you under promise and over deliver right right absolutely right absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. so uh cecilia what do you think think about attending uh social events or event bright sessions or things of that nature I've actually done a couple of Eventbrite sessions. I set up a workshop at my local library, and I advertised mm. that through Eventbrite. And um, there's another gentleman that I'm working with here in Dayton. He's setting up kind of like a small business coalition. Um, he just had an event last Friday at one of our more popular venues here in the area. So I do try to get out, get to events, and network. Um, I always have to caution myself and my clients, don't look at a networking event as a way to um, get your business out there because you're not having an authentic conversation. It's about getting to know people, understanding what they do, listening, of course, to what they say. And more than likely, they will let you know what areas they're struggling in, and then you can um, then tell them how you can help them relieve that pain, so to speak. I love that, you know, because, yeah, because one of the things that we want to remember in terms of building our business is that um, there's always leads that are out there, you know, so a lot of times we have goals and objectives. Hey, I need to get 10 clients. You know, I want to maintain a certain level of income, but, you know, you get your 10 clients and you forget about uh, those clients because next month you're trying to find 10 more. And so you begin to start uh, losing the value that you're bringing to your clientele because you're out there still trying to chase people. Mm. Whereas if you get into a mindset that it is a slow process and you begin to value what it is you're working towards and what it is that you're bringing to your clientele that have entrusted you to provide a service for them, you know, you will begin to create avenues and ways that you can continue to add service for them so that they can actually uh, refer you and they can be a billboard 
uh, for your business. Right. That's one of the things I try to remember when I uh, do coaching. How do, how do you feel about that, Sonia? I agree because if you're always on the chase, then you're actually doing a disservice to the clients that you have. And mm -hmm. one of the good things about what it is that I do is that I offer a service that is renewable every 30 days. So at least I know I have a core group of people that I'm working with and building a long-term relationship with. So it doesn't mm -hmm. become as much pressure for me to get that next client because I've already built up that residual income. Okay. Now, yeah, one of the things I wanted to add, so, you know, we feel it's important to show our customers that we value them. So what are some things that make doing business with you unique? What is, what value, valuable service do you provide to your customers so that you can uh, make sure that you keep them uh, in, a, in a position uh, that they should be in, in terms of services that you provide? Well, for the services, you know, I have a 12-week package. And mm -hmm. for those 12 weeks, we have six personal coaching sessions that are recorded on Zoom in that 12-week window. Um, I am definitely their accountability partner. I'm always kind of holding their feet to the fire. And once mm -hmm. a shorter program, that's six weeks with three um, individual coaching sessions. I record those sessions in Zoom. I send them the videos so they have them to refer back to. And once the coaching part is done, I then invite them to the Facebook group. So that way they are still plugged in with me and are also plugged in with like-minded people who are doing the same thing they're doing. I like that. That's okay. Good. That's, That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once your, your job, so to speak, is done, you don't want to just say like, okay, thanks for everything. See you later. You've got to create that follow-up. So that way mm -hmm. you're still um, with them because one of the things that I've learned in this business is that um, once someone gets to know, like, and trust you, if you do have something new that comes out, you have something, a new program or something that you've created, um, those are the people that are most likely to buy in to you a second time because they've already seen the value of what you provided. So you don't want to lose them just because your coaching process is done. I see. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So that's kind of like looking at the life cycle of a uh, client. That's good. Okay. So let's say somebody is, you know, they're getting started with their business because we want to be able to give somebody something practical that they can implement today, you know, because fear is one of the things that kind of stops us from moving forward, mm -hmm. you know, or it could be, I don't have enough resources or I don't know how to get online. So, you know, we've got all these different things that kind of come up as uh, obstacles and we just kind of sit there and let them uh, paralyze us from taking action. So if you have somebody that's new, they want to start a business or, you know, begin to create a presence outside of social media, what are some practical ways that you can suggest they can get started today to do that? Well, the first thing I would suggest is, and I got this actually from the Steve Harvey show earlier this week, is they need to sit down and make a list at the at what they're good at. Okay. Actually, start charging people for. Okay. So, um, you know, it doesn't have to be. I'm I'm a computer person, so social media was right up my alley. But your thing may be makeup, or it may be mm -hmm. hair, or it may be landscaping, or it may be tutoring. Mm -hmm. um, that list or maybe cooking. I have a, um, a good friend of mine. She's actually 
started a cake business. I think she's going to coming close to her second year where she makes custom crunch cakes and they are delicious. They're $45 for a cake and it is well worth it. That but, sounds good. Yeah. So <laughs> find that thing that you're good at that you can monetize. So that would be step one. And then you just have to eliminate the fear of going out in the community if you don't want to be, you need to have a social media presence. I tell everybody, that I don't care what you do. You have to have a presence on social media mm-hmm. um, because that is where people will look for you for referrals, recommendations, testimonies, just to see what you're doing. Okay. Uh, have to be anything super, super elaborate, but people mm-hmm. are for you on social media. But, um, but yeah, make that list of those things that you're good at. Decide what you, and pick one that you want to start with. Mm-hmm. and kind of have to put yourself out there and that was and that's a scary thing for a lot of people you know I mm-hmm. mean a business cold turkey and asking can I speak to the owner or the manager um you know that can be really intimidating to some people mm-hmm. but once you do it once the first time is always the hardest and then it becomes easier after that because you have confidence in what it is that you do and the services mm-hmm. you provide and the money that you're going to charge <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right. So those are some key points that is practical. I like the way that it's something that we can implement immediately. All right. So do you have any other words of wisdom or anything you want to close us out with in terms of uh, building your uh, brand and or anything of that nature? Or just let us know how to get a hold of you. That's one thing. Yeah, I forgot about that. Definitely. Oh, that's a <laughs> Well, you can find me on Facebook at successwithcecilia.com. Okay. Um, it's on Facebook, Success with Cecilia. You can find me there. Um, I'm also on YouTube. I think you should be able to type in my name, Cecilia, C-E-C-E-L-I-A, and find me on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also on Instagram, of course, with my name, Cecilia. So you can definitely find me there. Um, but any advice that I would give anybody, I would just say be true to your authentic self. Mm. and yourself to anyone else that's doing something similar to what you are sounds good good. all right that's a good way to close out well we appreciate your time Celia. and um as you move forward in your business hopefully we'll be connecting again and you can uh join us and give us some more practical tips so Mm -hmm. we can be successful in our business well i appreciate you having me thank you so much you're welcome. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Take care. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.